Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life again. It's been a few days since uh, you've seen me, but that's because, let me adjust the camera here, I've been moving and I now live in the San Francisco Bay Area as opposed to where I lived before in Sacramento. Very interesting development. So, uh, where did we leave off? Um, oh, that's right. We were doing a series on the 16 personalities, doing a direct, uh, deep dive in and informative analysis of every single one of the 16 personality types according to Jungian analytical psychology. Uh, we've touched a lot of types, four, five, six, seven types. And tonight will be the eighth type. And tonight's type, we're going to be talking about the advocate, also known as the ENFP, extroverted, intuitive, feeling perceiver. So with my trusty whiteboard, let's dive right in. Doing the other side tonight, awesome. So this is the expert, intuitive, feeling, perceiver. They're a starter type, so informative, initiating movement. Uh, they are, yeah, intuitive, helps if I read, uh, known as the advocate. So ENFPs are some of the most interesting people out there. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is an ENFP. Um, Owen, the guy who goes by RSD Tyler for RSD Motivation, he's an ENFP. Ty Lopez is an ENFP. Uh, there are tons of successful ENFPs all around the place. And uh, it's kind of interesting how that goes. Um, sometimes they can be as amazing, these high-level moralists, these super powerful idealists that are able to basically confer upon others like the best knowledge, the best wisdom, and get it to them in a systematic way that makes sense and kind of break down pieces of knowledge, uh, you know, and basically advocate for proper ideas and proper thinking for people and serve it up in a nice little system or a nice little package for any layman to eat up and that layman will basically become better for it. Uh, advocates are amazing for that. Advocates can also be shysters who are going to take advantage of you on the used car lot as well. And uh, you got to be really careful at times. Um, having a relationship with an advocate or being doing business with one is like playing with fire. At, as most people would say, advocates get a bad rap, especially in terms of business situations. Well, why is that? Well, their virtue is charity. And to be honest, ENFPs can be super charitable to basically anyone and everyone. And uh, they do it out of their, you know, kindness out of their heart. They're, and they're very kind in that way. And it's, and it's absolutely fantastic. But sometimes their charity often has strings attached. And then they end up having these covert contract-like strings that you don't even know about, that you didn't even tell you about. And then, you know, you're screwed. It's because when it comes with an when it comes to ENFPs, you always need to read the fine print. They are all about fine print. Why is that? Well, it's their TE, it's their TE child, extroverted thinking child, is uh, you know in the same way how ESFJs kind of have a covert contract with life. It's very similar with ENFPs, except instead of having a covert contract with life, they have a covert contract, a potential covert contract with every single human being they come into contact with. It's really earned them a bad rap because a lot of ENFPs, 
you know, they are basically accused of being the most manipulative or the most selfish of all of the types. And again, how is that possible when their virtue is charity? Well, their vice is depravity. That's why they can be super mega selfish um, in that way. Because, and, and they don't really care so much about being true to themselves or true to others in as much as they care about looking like they're true. Um, it's kind of a chameleon-esque uh, situation. Um, that doesn't mean they're bad people per se, though. A lot of the times, because uh, advocates in, in our first world society, they have these struggles. Um, the struggles where people just aren't really accepting at them. People look at them and they're like, well, you're worthless. You're novel. What good are you? Like what? You can't even take a hammer to a nail. You know, it, it's, it really, really bothers them. And so they're, they're left to feel inadequate. Basically. Uh, I remember one time watching a, uh, um, watching a video about Ty Lopez and he was talking about how he was, uh, I think it was a Ted talk. He was, you know, on the couch in his uh, mother's trailer at one point in time. And he's, I kept on claiming about, oh, I've hit rock bottom. You know, I'm a horrible person. I don't really have any value. I'm very novel. I'm not going anywhere in life. What do I do? Well, he finally figured out the secret that makes advocates great. Uh, I personally have had a lot of relationships with advocates and I've been completely burned by a lot of them. And I've also, they've also saved my life in a lot of cases. And they've given me bits and pieces of knowledge where it's where, like it was life-saving information or it was manhood building information. Uh, in as much as advocates kind of come off as the most useless or worthless or um, novel uh, individuals out there, quite frankly, they are insanely useful as long as they have tapped into their inner power of their expert thinking child. Um, and I'll, I'll show you how they do that in a second. But let's, let's first talk about the hero. So expert intuition hero, they're all about what other people want. They're all about... Uh, what will happen before them. They have prescience in the same way that the ENTP has uh, prescience. Um, and uh, it, it, it's amazing. They're able to see all paths forward. It's not like NI hero or NI parent where it's just one path or choosing the best path. Advocates, just like ENTPs, can see all paths forward. It's like a shotgun. And uh, then they literally think to themselves, every single, they, they go through every single scenario in their mind and then they pick the best scenario that they think is ideal for themselves or for others in certain cases. And it's like, okay, great. I have the best, uh, I have the best path forward. Now, how do I make it come true? Right? So then they get other people on board and it's like chess pieces and they put pieces here or there and, uh, they, they add stimuli here and there. And all of a sudden, because they're able to see into that future, they're able to make that future more likely to come true. Again, it's first law of quantum mechanics. It's uh, if you observe a probability, uh, you inherently make it more likely to come true. And it's all because expert intuition here is all about knowing the first law of time. All that has happened before, SI inferior, will happen again, any hero. That's literally what that means. Uh, and they're able to do it in a very moral way. Uh, advocates are all about how they feel, and they're they're very they can be very sensitive in that way, and they're very sensitive with how they feel. 
um, often to the point where people can actually accuse them of being lethargic and selfish as a result of being there lethargic because they're perfectly okay with letting everyone else wait on them instead of waiting on others. But if you find an ENFP that's actually doing that, all you have to do is hit them in their FE critic and basically say that they're hurting other people because they're being so lazy and they'll immediately snap to and realize that they're what they're doing is wrong and then they'll start contributing and then they'll feel good because they're contributing because you know and that and that's and that's in anything it could be family or activism you know it, it could be in the home or or on the, or hitting the streets trying to get ideas in people you know in people's hands you know advocates make amazing marketeers they make amazing salesmen there is no better salesperson than an ENFP an INFP may, it would be a close second on sales but ENFP is all about sales. Everything sales. Uh, how else is Gary Vaynerchuk so successful? These people are all about brand building. You know, Ty Lopez all the time talks about brand story. Branding is everything. These people are walking brands and they know it. And they know the value of brands and they could build brands and they could cause other people to become brands and they could become brands themselves. Gary Vaynerchuk is a brand. Ty Lopez is a brand. These people are brands, right? Uh, RSD Tyler, RSD Motivation, that's a brand. Advocates building brands. That's what ENFPs do. It's because they're TE Child. They're all about being the brand. So TE Child has a unique capability. They like It's kind of like they have telepathy. They can kind of see into the thoughts of other people, and they always know what other people are thinking constantly. And... They can change and manipulate the thoughts of others. A lot of people accuse ENFPs of being thought manipulators. And yes, they do manipulate thoughts, but it's not necessarily from a position of malice. Unless the ENFP is willfully trying to take advantage of that person, then sure, it's definitely malicious. But sometimes they're actually trying to position or posture or put thoughts in people's heads in such a way so that those people actually have a better future. So that they have a better tomorrow or that those people become a cog in the machine for the grand vision, the grand ideal future that the ENFP sees and is trying to come true. Remember, ENFPs are idealists, right? So because they're an idealist, they're all about bringing about social change, right? Positive social change. Why else is Gary Vaynerchuk spending so much time trying to you know, develop people's businesses? Why else is Ty Lopez trying to get people to be aware of cryptocurrency, right? Because cryptocurrency is part of a huge technology of tomorrow. People may not see very much value in terms of it being money right now, but wait until uh, wait until like cloud storage becomes on stored on a blockchain, and every single file that you open and close on a blockchain has to be encrypted, decrypted, recrypted over and over and over again, making it the secure, most secure cloud service on the planet, for example, for cloud storage. You know, kiss OneDrive and Google Drive goodbye because all the other, any blockchain-based cloud storage is completely secure. Good luck. You know, it's it's the, that future awareness because remember, ENFPs like ENTPs are futurists. They are all about the future, but they want to create an ideal future and bring people along with it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and they want to cause people to know about that ideal future. The thing is though, is that, you know, TE child ha has another ability. It's, it's not about the truth. The truth doesn't matter to ENFPs because truth, anything can be true. Literally to the ENFP, anything can be true. It's not about what is true. It's about what people believe is true. An ENFP, um, recently, um, 
who hates my guts, but I learned a very valuable lesson from him. And, you know, if, if I could, I would definitely shake his hand. And he knows who he is. And if he ever sees this video, he knows who I'm talking about. But he taught me this very important concept. And it, it really is the central core power of an ENFP and why they become so successful in life. And it is as follows. Quote, in the absence of communication or explanation, perceptions become reality. It's all about perception. It's all about belief. TE Child exists to change the beliefs of other people. ENFPs are walking brands, and those brands exist to change the beliefs of other human beings. Why? To bring a better ideal tomorrow, provided they're not depraved. If an ENFP is depraved, they're going to be providing a better tomorrow for themselves and nobody else. See, that's the problem with ENFPs is that they can really go deep into their selfishness and make that better tomorrow for just them and literally nobody else. So they need to be reminded to, to care for other people, to, uh, uh, to be reminded to be ethical. Yes, they are moral, but their morals can still be very inward focused because morality is all about how I feel. It's not about how other people feel. And it's like ENFPs are being sympathetic to themselves and not empathetic enough. So you have to keep reminding the ENFP that they need to be empathetic with others and build that better tomorrow, build that better future to bring everyone along with them instead of just to focus on themselves and do it for themselves. And that's one of the reasons why ENFPs have such a bad rap and they're accused of being the most manipulative of all the types or the, most, or the type that lies the most. You know, and, and why is that? Well, again, T.I. Trickster, they don't, anything can be true to them. And if they could change the beliefs of other people, that's what means anything, because it's all about a brand. Truth doesn't mean anything to them because it's about perception. It's about what people believe, right? And that's why people think they're lying because what, but in reality, they don't feel like they're lying, but they, but they kind of are lying on paper because it's about the brand. It's about the belief, because belief has nothing to do with true or false. Belief is just what everyone collectively may perceive or judge what is true or false. And that's all the ENFP cares about. The problem is because they lack that TI, ENFPs inherently know that they, at times, they, they feel stupid. They really do feel stupid sometimes, but they can get over that. They can get over that really quickly by doing a very important life technique that I think every single person doing this channel should do. And it's part of that core principle, that core power of the ENFP. In the absence of communication explanation, perceptions become reality. But how do they become successful when using that core power? Well, the answer was provided by Ty Lopez recently on YouTube, and that is reading. SI inferior, if they stop becoming afraid of doing new things, if an ENFP stops being afraid of doing new things, because they are, just like ENTPs are, just like I am, like every day, doing things they've never done before, if they stop being afraid of it, then they literally can do anything. How is that? Well, because of ISTJ subconscious. The ISTJ is the scholar. It's a walking encyclopedia. It is literally a library, your own personal library of Alexandria. And the ENFP can become that library of Alexandria. Do you know how? It's very simple. It's called reading. I recommend it. Yes, ENFPs read and they could read 
fast. Why? Because T child. T child can like basically collect all the uh, important pieces of data in uh, in a book that they read, and it causes them to have this insane ability to speed read. T child ESFPs have the same ability. T child can definitely just pick up on all those buzzwords, get all the main ideas of everything that they need to know in that book, and they just can absorb books and reference points like crazy. Just devour books. And anytime Ty Lopez has been talking about like his Ferraris or his crazy other, you know, his huge house or his private jet or whatever, whatever he's, you know, selling or, or trying to, uh, you know, be some explosive wow factor, you know, at that point in time, he's just talking about what actually makes him successful. And the answer is reading. He's just showing you his books. He's showing you his library. It's freaking huge. Have you seen it? Every ENFP I know has a huge library. They're constantly buying books because they know inside themselves, you know, that they're not very they're not very smart. They know it. They don't feel smart, but they become smart and they become intelligent. Why? By being this thought vampire. T.E. Child literally latches onto other people's heads, other smart people's heads, and absorb their true false logical judgments and it turns into rationale inside the soul, inside the ego of the ENFP. So by constantly surrounding themselves with people who are smarter than them or by buying a bunch of books and reading all of those books and because their SI inferior is, is, is long-term memory access, it's not short-term memory access like SED, you know, extroverted sensing, but extroverted sensing is all about long-term memory, they can remember everything they read. So all they have to do is just focus on reading. ENFPs can become some of the strongest human beings on the planet if all they do is just read. That's all they have to do is constantly read. And they are so capable, you know. Obviously, ISTJ egos can go even further than that, but that doesn't matter. The ENFP is just trying to find the answers that it needs to be able to create the ideal future, to find the path. That's why the ENFP and the ENTP are both known as the pathfinders. It's just the ENTP does it from a logical, systematic point of view, whereas the ENFP does it in a more people-focused, idealistic point of view. That, that's the point. If the ENFP reads, they will be unstoppable. All they have to do is gain knowledge. All they have to do is gain wisdom and nothing can touch them. Why? Because T child. T child is also extremely legalistic. They know all about the contracts. They know all about the uh, uh, the non-competes. They know all about the non-disclosure agreements. They will use that. If you sign an agreement with the NFP, beware. They will own you every single time. You always read the fine print with ENFPs. There is always, I guarantee, strings attached with these people. But they do it because they're trying to protect themselves because they want to feel safe. They want to feel safe. And they only feel safe with TE Child if my parent is protecting TE Child by making sure that they have the, the best contracts and agreements they could possibly get with their ISTJ subconscious. Because the ISTGA is extremely legal focused and they will create those amazing contracts that are always in favor and will always protect the interest and i nemesis of the enfp why they worry about their own future they worry that if they're going to make a deal with you that you're going to screw them so they always make sure that they have all of their ducks in a row all of their legalese perfect you know every enfp i know has a super crazy expensive lawyer behind them because they know they need it. It's the only way. The problem is, though, is that they can use that same legal uh, capability against you and use it to take advantage of you, out of you. 
and and you know the you know there's a there's an old saying don't put up surety for another an ENFP will be that person that will sucker you into doing that you'll end up putting up surety for another and then you'll have your bed taken from you because you were convinced by them you know most ENFPs are so amazing at sales like they could sell the the gum on the bottom of their shoe and people would open up their wallets and hand them the money because they could make anything sound good you know, they're, they're super slick like that, super slippery. They can always get out of any of those legal situations because they always have an out. Remember how I talked about how ENTPs always have an out? ENFPs always have a legal out. They always have a systematic out just in case they have to dip out or just have, if they have to get out of that deal or if they're not feeling it anymore or if they're not feeling secure in it or if they're not feeling safe, they always make sure they have a way out. And it's always in the fine print. Warning. Always read the fine print with the brand, with the ENFP, because without that, you're going to get screwed because they always have this thing where they can, they, it's, there's always a risk that the ENFP can become depraved and become that very selfish human being. Now, if you can remind them with their FE critic that they need to be focused on others and not just themselves. They become super amazing people. Remind them to be ethical. Remind them that they need to be empathetic. Remind them that they have to care about other people and not just themselves and not to be selfish. If you do that, ENFPs will become insanely charitable. Absolutely charitable. Like, like above everybody else, the most charitable of all the types. They'll give away tons of money. They'll give away tons of their time. They'll, they'll stand on the street corner with a megaphone preaching a gospel of some kind because it means that much to them. They are all about finding with their ISTJ subconscious all of the best ideas in the world that could make someone rich, famous, whatever, to increase their status because they care about status so much with their TE child that they, uh, I mean, they'll go for it, right? They will completely go for it. But it's also to bring other people along and you just have to remind the FE critic within the ENFP that it's not about them, it's about others. It's super, super important. Um, we already talked about TI Trickster, how anything literally can be true to an ENFP, and that's why they care about belief and the brand and the label instead of the truth behind the product. You know, people will buy anything. It's true, and they know it. And uh, people, pe if there's a label on it, people don't want to think. And they know that people are too lazy in their thinking. So they'll take advantage of that and use the use the labels and the brands to to sell people things that they don't need or don't want or not actually helpful to them because people will buy everything because people are not always willing to think for themselves and ENFPs know that, right? But conversely, ENFPs don't always use that for evil. They can use it for good things too. You know, they can get involved in the politics, right? And they have a particular candidate that they're supporting. And they'll they'll uh, give that candidate insane marketing exposure, you know, sell them really well to other people because they really, really believe in that candidate. And they really, really believe in their political movement that they're a part of. And they'll go all out and they'll make that brand and build that brand of that person. So that person sells votes. Right. And that and people vote for them. That's the power of an ENFP. They can go all the way with that. And then their SE demon. Be very, very careful. If you make an ENFP too uncomfortable or unsafe, um, if you uh, 
if you try to go after their, you know, like their sense of self-worth, go after their status, if you try to destroy their reputation, uh, it's all out. Remember, TE Child is all about status. It's all about reputation. The ENFP is kind of like that groupie, you know, who's getting involved with the band and the groupie just wants to be in a relationship with the lead singer and then be on all the photos and get all the exposure and be in all the magazines and have that fame and have that status. ENFPs are all about fame. They are all about status, right? But if you get, if you do anything to hurt their reputation in any way, shape or form, and you make them insecure in their reputation, insecure in their status, insecure or unsafe in any way, shape or form, their SE demon will come out and they will immediately put their fists up and they'll go full ESTP demon mode on you. Like the ESTP, <laughs> ESTP super ego is pretty crazy. They'll literally get a, they'll literally get a thing of chains and go gangster on you and they will beat you. They, they will, uh, SE demon, it will beat you uh, to, to, to make a point. You know, oh, you know, you owe money to me, you don't pay. I loaned you that money, you know, strings attached, right? So I'm going to get these chains and I'm going to beat you with it. That is ESTP superego. You got to be really, really careful to make deals with ENFPs. You just can't. <laughs> I mean, they're, they can be super charitable. In fact, they even look like they're charitable at times, but it may not be. And it could be careful. You, you just got to be careful with that. You know, there's a huge amount of risk. Because they could be in that selfish mode instead of that, you know, empathic mode. You know, they're more sympathetic to themselves than they are empathic to other people. Empathetic, right? So you want to make sure that they're in empathy. If they're not doing empathy, watch out. Read the fine print. You got to know what you're getting into. You also have to be aware of that they can switch those modes at will. And it all depends on how secure, how comfortable they are with you. And the more uncomfortable you make them or the more uncomfortable that they get for whatever reason, that SE demon is liable to come out. And they can get physically violent with that ESTP superego. Um, uh, I I have I have physically seen it. And in fact, I have an ENFP friend of mine uh, who used to be a drug dealer. You know, and he had to go collect a debt one time. And uh, there was a there was a, a little boy in the house. He went to collect the debt from his father, and he literally beat this man bloody on the floor almost like practically unconscious in front of his son to collect that money. And this is before he went to federal and he got cleaned up, but it was a really, you know, bad situation. That's how far ENFPs can get with their ESTP superegos if left unchecked. And the one way to make sure that they are checked is make sure that you keep your ENFP empathetic. Make sure you keep telling the ENFP facts, facts and truth. Because facts and truth can cause T.E. Child from getting out of hand. Because T.E. Child is always trying to find the truth. And if you start telling the truth and start proving things to the T.E. Child, the NFB will come down, re uh, calm down, realize that they're wrong about certain things. And they'll actually end up feeling better for it because they know that they're walking in truth in that way, right? And they know that they're causing other people to feel better, to feel good, to feel supported because they're being empathetic instead of just sympathetic themselves with their FI parent, right? Um, another thing about ENFPs, like they, they definitely see you coming in a lot of cases. If you've done a behavior before around them, they will be able to anticipate that behavior. So be careful. If you really end up finding yourself in a situation where you have to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the ENFP, you have to throw them something they've never experienced before. 
give them an experience. Use extroverted sensing to make SI uh, inferior, like, whoa, what's that? I've never seen that before. Because then they have to immediately retreat and go back to the drawing board and figure out what just happened. And they have to spend time researching with their ISTJ subconscious, etc. It's really the only way to defeat ENFP. And the ideal type to do that, believe it or not, is the ESTP. It's kind of interesting just how our types flow together like this. But ESTPs often find these ENFPs and they give them experiences that they've never had before. And the ENFP has no choice but to retreat because the ESTP can smell that the ENFP is trying to take advantage of the kids in the schoolyard. Or vice versa. The ENFP can see that the ESTP is bullying everybody. And then that ENFP literally starts rumors and... Um, and starts attacking and destroying the reputation of the ESTP on the schoolyard, and the ESTP has nowhere, no idea where it's going. And the ESTP's effy child all of a sudden is like, well, no one likes me anymore, no one wants to be around me anymore, and then he's alone, and he gets super depressed, and then the ENFP basically won his little, uh, little PR campaign against the ESTP. You see what I'm saying? Uh, it's kind of like how it just, the ebb and flow of the types go like that, you know? So, anyway... Just remember, uh, ENFPs, they're idealists. Um, you just gotta make sure they're focused on other people, not just themselves, and they can be fantastic people. They can bring about an ideal future. And uh, they're all about the brand. They're walking brands themselves. They love status, they love fame, they love pictures, they love being on the magazine. They love to be regarded, they love to be respected. That's how, that's how they roll. And that's men and women, ENFPs, they just have to, they just want to feel like everyone else thinks so much of them. They're constantly concerned with what other people think of them at all times because they draw their self-worth based on the thoughts that other people have of them. And they always want to feel comfortable and safe and secure. And that's why they have their contracts, you know. And uh, they can always see you coming with Expert Intuition Hero unless it's something they've never seen before or you've never done before or something that's outside of your pattern, outside of your character, right? You know, go out of parent pattern and then they'll have a harder time dealing with you when the time comes. So anyway, that's the profile of the ENFP. If you found this video to be uh, helpful or educational in any way, please leave a like or subscribe. If you have any questions about ENFPs, uh, go ahead and uh, leave them in the comments. Um, just, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for watching. And I would like to say that uh, I'm not here to bash on any type or bash on ENFPs. I had a couple of questions recently be asking me if I was bashing on ESTPs or if I was uh, supporting them too much. I'm not trying to be biased here, guys. I'm trying to be honest. And, you know, every type has pluses and minuses to them, uh, every single one. Um, it's just with ENFPs especially, you know, there's there's that risk of selfishness or there's how they use their uh, their legal tools uh, to get in their own success. But again, as long as you just remind them to be empathetic, it'll be fine. As long as you give them facts and remind them to be empathetic, you'll have no issue with any ENFP in your life. And in fact, they will uh, go out of their way to support you and advocate for you and build your brand. Uh, we see it all the time with successful ENFPs like Gary Vaynerchuk and Ty Lopez who are constantly outspoken, constantly focused on activism, constantly trying to change the narrative and bring about a better tomorrow uh, for themselves and for those around them, for those closest to them. That's, that's who they are. And, uh, it, it, and that's how they're able to augment you know, their charity to other people and provide that exposure for other people. 
So they can be fantastic and they can also be pretty, pretty slimy at the same time. It just uh, depends on what day and what circumstance you catch them in or if you're able to get, do what it needs to be done, tell the truth and keep them empathetic uh, and keep that in check so that they can continue to be successful in that way. Because you know what, and, and even in, more interesting about that, they'll thank you for it. ENFPs will thank you for it. I have had many ENFP get in my face and shake my hand and say, thank you for criticizing me that one time. I really needed to hear that. It made me a better person and I was able to help people uh, because of that, for example. So anyway, you all have a good night. I'll talk